Welcome to the Lessons Learned from Donald Trump podcast. This thing is huge. It's the greatest, most outrageous, incredibly fun podcast on the internet today. It's all about the Donald, the most spectacular entrepreneur alive today. For entrepreneurs who also want to dominate their market and destroy their competition. I'm Steve Cypress, here with my co-host, Everett Farnell. Welcome to another episode of the Lessons Learned from Donald Trump Podcast. Steve Cypress here, along with my better half, Mr. Everett Farnell. Well, Steve, I appreciate it, and i got to tell you something. The future is so huge, so bright, that i got to wear shades. It's amazing. And the question is, are we prepared for it? Are we thinking ahead? Have we done some things to make sure that we're ready to capitalize on all the possible opportunity. I'll go ahead and do the big reveal about what Trump activity we're talking about today, and that is that before he even took office, he had gotten a copyright on his campaign slogan for the next election, which is pretty ballsy, but more importantly, demonstrates a default to action for future events. Right, and I think you glossed over that kind of quickly because I think a lot of our listeners don't even know that fact. So the fact is that before Donald Trump even took office, he had already trademarked his slogan for 2020 re-election. So people like, oh, you know, re-election's a long way off. Maybe he won't run, maybe whatever. Yeah, but he's not a politician. He's an entrepreneur, and entrepreneurs not only think ahead, they plan ahead, and they act ahead. Trump actually trademarked the slogan, Keep America Great. So now the Donald Trump election campaign, when you see these rallies like he had last week in the, on his 100th day while the, the tuxedoed muckety-mucks were, were making fun of him over in the dinner in Washington or whatever, and he went out on a thing, I read something, I wrote it down here, that it, the cost of him to rent out that arena in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania was $18,812.50, that's according to the contract between Donald J. Trump for President Inc. and the State Department of Agriculture, because it was at the Pennsylvania Farm Show, you know, State Fair Complex. So, holy moly, is that cheap? Donald Trump paid only $18,800 to host thousands of people in a campaign speech that was then broadcast to multiple tens of millions of Americans and talked about and put in the news for days and days and days and getting all that goodwill. Now, of course, he had other costs involved. He has to pay for the security, and he has to pay for the fuel of the firing up the Air Force One to get there. I mean, all this is paid by his election campaign, but that's typical of, of most presidents and politicians is their election campaign has some money left over. You hear all the time in the news, Bernie Sanders still has millions of dollars left over in his campaign fund, but in this case, what we're talking about is Trump went a step further. And it's not just money left over from his 2016 campaign. He has trademarked the slogan for 2020. So that's something that politicians don't do, but it's definitely something that entrepreneurs do. So the question for you, dear listener, is, is that something you're doing in your business? Now, Everett, not everyone out there, I don't think, is going to be running for president or even mayor of their little hometown or, or county ward or whatever. So it's not all about politics. How does this apply to our listeners, to a small business owner? Well, we have to have a bias towards action as entrepreneurs. And when I say that, I mean, when you get an idea, you have to take a little action towards it. So I am notorious, and many people don't know this, Steve teases me for my, uh, uh, for my 17 or 18 new business ideas that jump into my head 
uh, you know, every week. Yes, um, I do. So, but when I get one that I really want to do something with, I always make a move towards it. So I go register a URL. I go create a Facebook page. I do something to move in that direction, something to stake out that space. Now, I may never do anything with the business, or I may come back to it and do something with it, or I may do something with it right away. But whatever my decision is with what to do with that business idea, I make some movement in that direction because it's critically important as entrepreneurs that we don't just let an idea drop in and run away. I mean, there's all kinds of psychological stuff that happens when you make a little motion, when you make a little movement towards something. But the important thing is that by showing a bias towards action, you're getting used to acting on your ideas. And as entrepreneurs, that's, a, that's all we have is our ideas. So, you know, I mean, you may say, I'm a plumber. I put plumbing in, and that's what I do. Okay, fine. That's, I understand you do pipes. But the truth is that there's a bazillion people who do pipes. And if you have a plumbing company that employs people, you might employ plumbers, plumbers and they do pipes for you. What you have as an entrepreneur is your ideas, your idea about creating a business, your idea about how to service your customers, your ideas about how to expand that business, your ideas about, uh, about correlating businesses to get into, your ideas about how to continue that business, how you're going to exit. So you may want to exit the business by letting it continue with your children. You may want to exit the business by selling it. You may want to exit the business by shutting it down and just going away. So there's some people who do that. They make so much money that they just shut the thing down. Whatever your idea is, that's all you have as an entrepreneur. And when you don't act on those ideas, they stop coming to you. Your brain will get the, get the picture. Oh, okay, well, he doesn't want any new ideas because he never does anything. She doesn't want any new ideas because she never does anything with them. And you'll stop getting ideas. So whether that action is doing a little bit of research, looking for competitors, spending $6 on a URL and setting up a, a website real quick. It takes like 30 seconds to set up a WordPress site. Even somebody as technically as illiterate as me can set it up. Now, I can't make it look good, but I can set it up. Do something. Make some motion towards the idea that you have, and you'll start getting more ideas, and you'll start making more money. First of all, that reminds me that whenever I get a call from the GoDaddy people, they, they usually they'll, they'll ask, what the heck do you do with all these domains? <laughs> right, and then and then they really are, don't like the answer when I say uh, pretty much most of them nothing, and they don't get it. But because just like you said, I mean, I stuck, I staked out the claim. I got the URL. I, I put up the basic website. I got the Facebook page. That doesn't mean that I followed through and actually started a multi-million dollar business on that idea. But I took the action. I love what you're saying. But here's a point too: is this point is not something we're making for all of our listeners. Not all of our listeners are entrepreneurs. Many are small business owners that are not entrepreneurs. And I'll explain what I mean. That to me, there's a difference. Many, many. Many small business owners basically, by the definition of being self-employed, they have a job. They're their own boss, so they have that freedom. It's their company, sure. But they're not truly an entrepreneur. They're not truly looking for new opportunities. They're not truly looking to take resources and put them together in a new way and find a new opportunity. They're merely looking for the phone to ring tomorrow for me to go out and do some work for somebody and get paid and not have to work somebody else. So this, this is not – we're not talking – to business owners, per se. We're talking to people with an entrepreneurial mindset like Donald Trump, and this is a key component, is whatever, I love the way you put it, a bias towards action. So where typical politician, they ask him, are you thinking of running again? And even Trump, maybe, yeah, maybe, yes, maybe, no, things will tell. But that didn't stop me 
from registering the trademark for my re-election slogan and probably already got the designs and a logo made up and he's got the hats and the t-shirts all ready to go and like, we're ready to go. Now, if it never happens, it never happens. But we're ready to go. We're taking action on the idea. So if you see yourself as merely a small business owner and you don't want new opportunities and whatever, then this week's lesson learned from Donald Trump is not really for you. But if you're entrepreneurial-minded, then absolutely it is. Am I off base there, Everett? No, I, I think you're, you're directly on base. But I would just say this to the business owners. If you're really a business owner, if you're not looking to expand, to create new profit centers in your business, to figure out new ways, better ways to get business, to drive your prices higher, if you're really not scheming and thinking and trying to figure out new ways of creating bigger cash flows to you, then I would recommend that you respectfully take your business and get all your finances together and sell to an entrepreneur and stay on and work for them and own a piece of the business. Sell to an entrepreneur, maintain a small portion of the business, and continue to work in the business and let them do what they do. Now, I say that for two reasons, because number one, in all seriousness, I'm not kidding, I'm not joking, in all seriousness, if you think that you're going to be in doing business the same way in 10 years that you're doing today, and I don't care if you've been in the plumbing business for 30 years and we've been doing it the same way for 30 years, I understand. I've been picking on plumbers today, but the same thing for the small grocery store guy, for a roofing contractor, for the guy, for the auto parts store, an auto mechanic shop or whatever. It, it doesn't matter. If you think you're going to be doing business the same way in 10 years that you're doing today, then you are incredibly wrong. And if you think you're doing business the same way today that you were doing it 10 years ago, then you're also relatively blind. Because if you're in business, you're not doing business the same way. And I'm sorry, dear listener, I don't mean to insult you, but that's the truth. You need to have somebody who is thinking and figuring and planning different ways to create new cash flows and expand the business or sell more to the customers or figure out new ways to get money into the business and different ways to change the business to make it work better. And if you find somebody like that and bring them on with the business, first, your little bit of the business that you maintain 25, 30, 40%, whatever, is going to be worth infinitely more than the 100% of the business under your leadership. And second, you're going to be amazed at all the different ways that the business expands and grows. You really need to be thinking like this. If you're going to continue in the marketplace, you really need to be thinking about different ways to expand and to grow your business because, well, I, I don't want to get into a, to a whole discussion about the economy because it's not the topic of the podcast and we're probably getting a little long, but suffice it to say that it has been a ridiculous long time since our last recession. One is coming up and it's going to be worse than the last one and you need to be scheming and planning how to weather that storm and increase your business through it. There's a ton of opportunity or there's a ton of shutting down and going and getting a job. I love it. And now we're actually getting into our advanced tip of the week, so I don't want to tip that off. I want people to go to LessonsLearnedFromDonaldTrump.com. There's contact information for Everett and for me. Get in touch with one of us. We will share the advanced tip, as always, and help you implement in your business. And I love what you're saying, that having this bias towards action, having this entrepreneurial innovative system, I stand corrected, it's not just for entrepreneurs. 
every small business owner, even if you just see yourself as, look, I just want the phone to ring and to go out and do my locksmithing and my landscaping and my HVAC and my plumbing and electrical and whatever you do, you always need to be innovating. And when you see something that you're thinking, that's something I might innovate, you want to take action on it. It will commit you a little bit physically, a little bit financially, but also the key part, like Everett said, it will commit you a little bit mentally and keep you sharp and keep you looking for innovations and to act on future ideas. And therefore, a lot less often you'll say, oh, you know, I thought of doing that, but I never did. You'll take action on more ideas. You'll be happier. You'll have more success. And with that, anything else to add, Everett? No, I think that does it uh, nicely. Well, go to Lessons Learned from DonaldTrump.com, get the advanced tip of the week, and we will see you back here next week with another Lesson Learned from Donald Trump. You've just listened to the most terrific podcast on the Internet today. If you want to be a winner like Trump, make sure you go listen to the rest of the episodes by going to LessonsLearnedFromDonaldTrump.com. And join us next time. Unless you like being a loser, some people do, I guess.